Welcome back to Motherhood Uncut. We are so glad you're here. In this podcast, Deb Rubin and I talk about all things motherhood related, the things that people don't usually want to bring to the table, the messy, the hilarious, the ugly, the challenging, the amazing, the beautiful, the really effed up, all that stuff. We've got it here for you. We bring to you our own personal experiences, moms, as well as some research and data that might help you along the way. Thanks for being here. Bring your friends. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We've got you. Come mother with us. Hey there, this is Deb. So Kate and I got to interview Dr. Mary Shackleton this week. And she is this incredible naturopath in town. She's been working with women for over 25 years. She's the founder of the Holistica Integrative Care Clinic. And she wrote a book. We're going to have all this amazing information for you in the show notes. But she is just this incredible wealth of knowledge. We learned so much from her. And I hope you enjoy the show as much as we did. Thanks for listening. Deb and I love jewelry, and we also feel really inspired to be shopping at locally owned intentional businesses. Leela Inspired has an ethos that guides their design, their culture, and their personal and shared lives. The collective mindset and way of living is best represented through three pillars in their business, create, connect, and explore. Their jewelry is beautiful, and it stands for something super important. Go check them out, leelainspired.com. We have a discount code in our show notes, and you'll both feel beautiful inside and feel like you're doing something good on the outside. Hey, it's Kate. I am so excited to invite you to my next Healthy Mom Boot Camp, which starts on May 5th. This eight-week program promises to provide you with everything that you need to feel less anxious and overwhelmed and more easeful and empowered in motherhood. With mothers from all over the country, you're going to gain new insights through clear, concise, and accessible information. I am so confident that you're going to shift major roadblocks in this eight-week program that this comes with a money-back guarantee if you don't. By the end of the program, you're going to know how to ground your nervous system in seconds, feed your brain for ultimate health, leading to clear thinking, problem-solving, perspective, and resiliency. You're going to learn how to turn bad feeling thoughts into better feeling thoughts, and you're going to learn how to find the wisdom in bad feelings and emotions and shift them into better feelings and emotions. Finally, you're going to learn to trust yourself more easily, and you're going to learn to trust your kids' capacity to be okay. I have a special discount for you. If you put motherhood uncut, all lowercase in checkout, we're going to give you $200 off just for you. Come join me. Hey, hey, this is Deb. So if any of you are listening to me, you know by now that I have a huge passion for self-discovery and growth. I love helping people find their way back to their intuition, especially when it comes to building connection. As I continue to grow, I am learning and relearning all the time that when we expand our connection with ourselves, we deeply learn how to connect with others. My groups are currently running and I won't be launching anything new till the summer, but please continue to follow me on Instagram or go to my website and sign up for my newsletter and join me on this journey so together we can increase in our confidence and let all our mama wisdom shine. Thank you. Hi, Deb. Hi, Kate. Deb, tell everybody about our amazing guest today. We have Mary Shackleton here who is an incredible naturopath in the community. She has been helping people for over 25 years and 
We're so happy to have you here because we want to learn from you, and I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce yourself. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. These are my favorite types of conversations to have. Um, I am a naturopathic doctor, and I've been in Boulder for 25 years, and my practice has really, over the years, morphed from, I did a pediatric residency, so I started with peds, and then I realized, oh, you can't get the kid well unless you get the mom well. Wow. Uh, so then it really... Speak in our language, Mary. <laughs> right? And so then, you know, really focused on women's health, and I had the Women's Center for Natural Medicine for many years. And then um, I realized, wow, you can get somebody's hormones totally dialed, and you can get their adrenals totally dialed, and their thyroid totally, totally dialed, and then they're still not well. What's going on? Mm. Then I kind of dove deeper and realized there was this whole layer of entire environmental illness and environmental toxicity that... Mm lowers immune function, increases risk of chronic infections, et cetera. Mm. So that's kind of where I am right now. I focus on environmental toxicity and neurologic health. Those are my favorite things right now. But I still obviously treat women primarily, and women are the major healthcare seekers in general. So that's mm. kind of who shows, shows up at my yeah, doorstep. Women are the major healthcare seekers in general. Isn't that so true? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so interesting. Yeah. What do you think mm -hmm. that is? Why do you think that is? They're the gatekeepers. You know, they're, yes. they're the ones who are going to research a therapist. They're going to find a pediatrician. They're yeah. going to find, they're going to, more often than not, men show up because their wife makes them come to my clinic. Mm. And that's, you know, I really try to make it a disarming experience for them because mm. I think that men don't like to be vulnerable in a healthcare setting. Hmm, and they're they're the most likely to go undiagnosed for hmm. numerous conditions and so women I think women are just you know they, they focus on recipes and food and doctor's appointments and dentists and so it's, hmm. I don't know it's just the way it is keepers. I love that so uh -huh. I always say we are the emotional space holders yes yeah. and I think that I think a lot of our listeners actually are striving to feel good, to feel better, to mm -hmm. to understand themselves better, to understand their children better. And I think that mm -hmm. would lead to calling someone like you. Yes. I always right. say people, you know, there's, there's, I don't know that there's a limit to how good you can feel. Mm -hmm. Like we have an idea, maybe it was our best ever, but then I'm always like, well, how much better can you feel than that? It's don't you find, it's so that. interesting you say that, don't you find that in motherhood, we get so used to feeling kind of we get used to feeling overwhelmed or tired or burnt out and we tell ourselves yeah but it's because I'm a new mom or it's because mm -hmm. I'm a working mom or it's because my kids are toddlers right we have all these reasons to assume it's okay to feel fine mm -hmm. and not great we gotta shift that yeah there's like right? this time time poverty yeah I, I have that myself for That's sure so I've had that feeling of like there's not enough time for me to yeah. actually do the final piece which is pleasure or joy or yes. uh, like being present yes mm -hmm. mary before we dive in to more of your work will you tell our listeners what a naturopathic doctor actually is oh yeah i would love to <laughs> um a naturopathic doctor we're actually physicians we're trained we have a four-year medical school education and required board certification and now residency is a little bit more of a requirement than it was when i graduated in 1998 um, but most docs will do a residency now and mm -hmm. you can specialize you can do minor surgery you can be an oncology naturopathic doctor mm -hmm. you can focus on peds or women's health so you can specialize in whatever you want but generally we're trained to treat the whole person mm -hmm. and the vital force and the vital force is that which gives you you and yeah. that's what you're talking about when women give birth and they're raising children they lose that piece of mm -hmm. their vital vital force and then that will translate into physical manifestations often 
Mm. Wow. So when you, can you say more actually about the vital force, yeah. like why women lose that and what happened, well, how I to think, get it back? I think one, I think we take it for granted and we put ourselves on the back burner. This is purely speaking from practical experience. <laughs> <laughs> we want that too. I have three kids, so I'm very well versed in this area of running a business and being a mom and trying to juggle it all and you just put yourself on the back burner all the time and so I think if I had been a lawyer or a banker I wouldn't be as healthy as I am mm. but because I do what I do I was kind of always focused on my health mm. um, and so is that answering your question? Yeah well like, when you say vital health oh, I mean vital I guess force. yeah vital force it's an intangible um it's a, like an energy behind your physical health. And so it is comprised of spiritual, emotional, physical, and um, literal biologic processes. Mm. But it is that which wants to heal. And so when mm. something's in the way of your vital force, there will be an illness. Mm. So it's kind of like acupuncture where you're moving obstacles and meridians. Yes. But this is also the case. We all have a vital force. And some people's are stronger than others. And so there's usually an obstacle in the way. And that's the job of a naturopathic physician is to find out what's that obstacle and remove it god i've never <laughs> thought about it that way mm -hmm. and that is amazing i mm -hmm. love that too mm -hmm. and how does it how is it different than your constitution Sim similar okay very similar we yeah. explained to our listeners that oh what the like, constitution yeah, is because i that's the language that i've always known yes yeah, so your constitution is um think of think of different i think of different nationalities they all have a similar constitution like the germans are like really sturdy and hardworking, mm. and other cultures are a little bit more fragile maybe and a little bit more delicate mm. and so your constitution is what drives you to be you mm. is that answering your question yeah that makes so much sense and so yes. your constitution literally we get that more from the maternal side hmm. the the constitution and we actually get all of our my mitochondria on the maternal side so the mitochondria is the energy of hmm. every cell there's there's an engine in every single cell called the mitochondria it makes energy and that is coming from your maternal genes Wow. So if you think about, wow. maybe your listeners could think, well, does my constitution match my mother's or my energy? It usually does. Huh. Wow. What about for you? That's so my interesting. constitution 150% matches my mother's mm -hmm. for better and for worse. Likewise. Right? Likewise. My mother is German. <laughs> you just work and then you work and then you work some more. <laughs> I feel like I'm such a blend. Yeah. I mean, I feel like physically I am my father. Like mm -hmm. I just, but like energetically I am my mother. Yeah. And, but it's so funny when I think of constitution, I also think like how I digest food and like mm -hmm. how I wake up in the morning and mm -hmm. how I sweat, you know, things like that. Right. It, yeah, that's true. And I think it's probably, um, people probably can identify with Ayurveda. Yeah. And whether, what what dosha you are yeah it's a very similar concept right like right. i'm pitta all exactly. the way yeah i can never remember what i am you're vata deb tells me i'm vata <laughs> <laughs> i tell her all the things she is she is she is she's 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 she is she's 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 and I would love for you to tell our listeners about the book and why you wrote it. Mm -hmm. I think Deb and I were both really curious. We were talking before we started recording about how your life, your own journey has informed your work. I'm mm -hmm. curious to know if part of what drew you to write this book had to do with your own experiences. But can you tell everyone the title of your book, what it's about, and, and why 
it's here, yeah, why it's question. on the planet. Super soul driven. Um, the title of the book is Preconception Cleanse, Detoxify Your Life Inside and Out for the Optimal Health of Your Baby. Mm. So remember, I don't treat pediatric patients anymore, but I treat mm. adults. And 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds are coming in way too frequently with brain fog. Mm. And this, I believe, is an environmental um, consequence, exposures to chemicals and all of the things we'll probably talk a little bit more about. Mm. And so... I thought, okay, I also have a master's in public health, and public health is very prevention-oriented, and so I have this prevention-oriented naturopathic mind, which is, if this 40-year-old has brain fog, what if this person was born with less of a total toxic burden? Hmm. Would they have brain fog as a 40-year-old? Mm. Um, because this is not going well. We're, we're not heading in the right direction. We're not becoming more vital as a, as a country, and so... I thought, wow, what if we really teach women how to reduce their total toxic load before they get pregnant? Yeah. Because there's something called vertical transmission. Your mother gave you her toxic load. Her mother gave it to her. So mm. there's this vertical transmission of toxins that ends up in our generation. And children, as we both all know, they are not getting any healthier. And so mm. kids are on ADD medications. They're on anti-anxiety medications. This yeah. never happened before. So, And I don't believe it's just better diagnostics. I do believe that their brains are different. And yeah. so the, huh. that was the genesis of the book. And so it's a bit of a circular thinking. But you know, to really, what really um, makes me feel purposeful and like I'm on the right track is when I'm doing something to prevent something that's preventable. Yes. So it is preventable. And ironically, I, um, you know, my kids grew up in my household. They're as healthy as they can be and they do their own thing a lot of the times. I think I was telling you about the Kit Kat wrappers in the dryer, which is the day I surrendered. And my son, <laughs> I can he must have been relate. seven. <laughs> oh, I, can and I was like, oh man, I'm going to lose this battle. So, um, but I did see him this weekend and he said, can you send me that salad recipe, mom? You know, it sticks. It, it comes around. It don't, don't give up. Yes, it's don't in there. Don't give up. Um, <laughs> And so what's really ironic is that my kids are healthy, I'm so grateful, and I've been really careful about their health. And then my son started college this year, and the same pattern showed up for him, which was starts out really strong, end of the semester, paralyzed, drowning. Hmm. And I'm like, hmm. I, so I've, long story short, I got him assessed, and he has ADD, which I didn't realize. Hmm. And so... You know, he, he's smart enough to just get by. Yeah. He's passed all his classes. He's he's good. But I know he's really struggling, and yet he's also a really easy kid. So mm. he didn't really have any... He flew under the radar. Mm -hmm. So it was literally two weeks after he got his diagnosis that this book was published, and I realized, wow. oh, I probably gave him a lot of that, uh, you know, what's going on in his brain, and because of what was in my <sighs> body when I gave birth, when I was wow. pregnant. So it kind of like, you know what, if it's happening in my house... Yeah, it's happening it's in happening everyone's the houses. The doctor's mm -hmm. house. Yeah. yeah, you know, and we're pretty, we're pretty healthy, but it's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. We're, you know, can but. I? I can I just ask you? You know, it's interesting. You just named this thing that we do as mothers a lot, where we we sort of connect the dots. And I mm -hmm. heard you just say, oh my gosh, I realized, I think you said I gave to him. I think yeah. you were saying I, that ADD that he's now diagnosed with in college potentially was in part caused by some of the toxins that mm -hmm. he had. You know, When you acknowledge that connection, how do you, what do you do with that as a mom? How well, do you sit I, with that? I tell you what, I, I feel like if I have it, then it's the fault is on no one. 
again, ah. I'm not perfect. It's a fl- reflection of what our yes. environment is facing or what our, what people are facing, no matter what they do. Yes. You know, I mean, I have a sauna. I sit in my sauna. <laughs> I juice. I eat right. organic exclusively. I'm careful. I'm aware. And look what happened. You know, so right. it's not, it's, yeah. you know, if it's anything, not personal. I, I want moms to not at all but again moms are the ones on the front lines looking for help for their kids Mm. and so I never ever want a mom to feel like it's her fault Mm. because it's not your fault never 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 but what is the problem is what's happening in the environment and so the more awareness we have around that the better so I know we don't want to go down like the hardcore road of environmental things, but I am curious if you wouldn't mind speaking to just a few things that we need to be yes. mindful of yes. around the environment. And I a really little bit know. goes a long way in this area, like mm-hmm. a little bit of awareness. You don't have to turn your house upside down. And what I always really want women to do is to give themselves a year. Mm. This doesn't have to be done in two weeks. Give yourself a year to get through those products in your bathroom that are maybe not great for you. Replace them with good things. That would be huge. So the, the things to look for are fragrances, parabens, all the things that you might be familiar with, but you might not know how to recognize on a label. Mm-hmm. And so there are some amazing tools for that. There's one called Yucca, Y-U-K-A, that you, it is fabulous. It, ha, it reads a barcode and it will rate the product. Wow. And so not every product comes with a barcode because it comes in a package. We toss the package. But if you have a product you're not sure about, you can put it into Environmental Working Group, ewg.org. They have a skin deep database, and you can put the name of the product in there, and they will rate that. So go through your bathroom when you have time with a friend. It's way better with a friend. You Maybe guys, some wine or yes. <laughs> tea. The bathroom challenge is what I'm calling it. <laughs> and like it. Um, just like maybe make a mental note of things you want to replace. Fragrances are really kind of the, the worst, the dirtiest, the F word. Fragrances, um, the problem with these chemicals is they look like hormones to our body. They Mm. sit on the cell receptor and make your body look like it has extra hormones. Wow. When it really doesn't. And so that's interfering with sperm health and ovarian health and all kinds of all kinds of things. I just yeah, go. Mary and I were talking about this the other day and I was like, You should be up in the second floor of my house at eight o'clock every morning and smell the 27 fragrances. Well, this is what I, thank you. I was just, let's say the same thing that I'm going to ask you to put on your mother hat right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. of how, like, okay, I'm working really hard with buy-in. Like Mm -hmm. I want my kids to buy in for them, not because my Mm agenda is bigger than theirs. Because once my agenda is bigger, I lose them. Mm -hmm. And especially on makeup and and products. Mm -hmm. And I am Mm -hmm. like, I will pay for the good stuff. Yep. And they are like, no way we want Target. Like Mm -hmm. we want to go and, and you know, I want to be mindful of not sounding like a a snob here. Right. But I feel really like when I smell those fragrances, I have such a visceral reaction and always have actually. Uh-huh. Like since I was a little kid, I had severe allergies and uh-huh. I was like, I just couldn't deal with big fragrances. Anyway, mm-hmm. as a mom, how do you do that? How do you get them to buy in? Wow. Good. It's, it's like a, it's a process, you know, and I try to empower my kids. Like these are all the safe ones. Pick what you want. Mm-hmm. And I actually just created a list that, um, I can give you a link to, um, safe, um, menstrual hygiene products, safe shampoo and safe makeup. We can add that for in teens. the show notes. Yes. I want that. Yes. I want that it's great. <laughs> and so you can just, you can do it with them. You know, one of my, um, I started this with my oldest daughter, who's now 22. We used to go shopping for clothes and I refused to have that, um, that bickering about 
clothes with my daughter. So I was like, let's just both agree that we like it. If we both don't like it, we don't buy it. So you could do the same thing with the products. If we both don't, if we both don't agree, we can't buy it. But there's so many products now. Wait, which is basically saying if I don't like it, you can't buy <laughs> no, it. If she's, no, but if you, if you say something that's too granola hippie for her, she yeah. says no, and yeah. that's a no. Right. Okay. So she so gets, she her gets to say no too. Yeah, okay, I like it. She like gets it. to say no. So yeah, you guys just you you agree, and and part of it is you have to tell them a little bit of the why. Yeah. I'm not just telling you this to boss you around. This is actually not safe, and here's why. And there are safe things. Well, I think what's landing for me right now is I'm constantly choosing my battles, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and I decided that clothes is a battle I'm not going to pick right now. Correct. Like free expression, all the things, mm-hmm. and I think. I'm actually a little like, shame is too strong of a word, but like a little annoyed with myself that I've been letting a lot of the product thing go because I'm much more focused on choosing food Mm -hmm. instead when I can, Mm -hmm. which I've had to let that go too because they eat noodles like every chance they get. I know. What is it about that place? It's just close (laughs) and easy and affordable. And they get some autonomy maybe. Yeah, and I think it's like carbs. They like numb them and they soothe their soul. (laughs) They feel good (laughs) until later. But I think what I'm here, what I'm what's sitting with me right now is that this is not one to let go like how impactful it is especially as they're so hormonal and growing and Mm -hmm. developing that when you said it like sits on top of the cell cell surface right and like when it sits on top of it I hear that as a contract like a it stops growth no it more like it tells the cell to do the action of estrogen it's not really estrogen that's doing it so then she has her estrogen on top of that so it's like a double whammy and these chemicals are foreign to life so they don't really have any good things going on for us okay i'm wondering if we could just get a little more information about this Mm. for a moment Mm -hmm. because um i think when we hear things like oh fragrances are bad or let's stick reduce the amount of fragrances or we want to reduce the toxins in our environment in our home we i don't always know why like what is actually happening yeah. so yes. if you could speak a little bit more to that with mm-hmm. the fragrances with the toxins why you already have sort of dabbled in this mary mm-hmm. so it might be asking a question you've already answered but what is the simplest most lay person way to describe why these things are bad for our That's, brain and body health. I think this is the the point with kids too. If they understand why, yes. yes. And I always want to know the why. Like if yes. I read a sign and it doesn't, it tells me to do something, and I don't understand the why, I'm not going to do it. Right. It's just my rebellious nature. In fact, you might be interested to know that my parenting philosophy: one rebellious thing a day. Love it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Like for you or for the for kids. Them. For all of us, like it's allowed. You did your one rebellious yes. thing for the day, like crossing a crosswalk when it's not green. Y- yes, or, okay. yes, that's like you know, like thinking for feel yourself. Feel that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your own will. For yes, but nothing illegal, yeah. right. or hurtful to anyone right. else, right? right. Yeah. Within that's reason. Good. Anyway, what was your question? No. Yeah. <laughs> why, 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 why? So the chemicals again, like they mimic hormones. That's one thing. Okay. They also cause DNA mutations. And so inside every cell, you have an engine or a brain. And that brain tells the cell that you're going to turn into a skin cell, or you're going to turn into a breast cell, you're going to do this. And those messages get confused if the DNA Mm. is damaged. And Mm. so that can interfere with reproduction, it could cause immune dysfunction, it could cause allergies, it could cause brain fog, it could cause all kinds of things. So, you know, you have to think of like, when we go away from Mother Nature, there's a backlash. 
there's some there will be some backlash and so we can't use chemicals that are foreign to us without our body objecting because our bodies are way too brilliant to do that so they interfere with sig- cell signaling important cell signaling is the easiest way for someone yeah, to remember that makes it sense. Mm-hmm. that makes sense so the more we think about moving back towards natural non-chemical based products mm-hmm. the less likely we are to be setting our bodies up mm-hmm. for a situation where our bodies can't do what they're meant to do correct there's like this tipping point mm-hmm. you know we all have this you know you can picture a bathtub mm-hmm. with a drip every drip is an exposure and pretty soon your bathtub overflows mm-hmm. and so there's a lack of tolerance at that point and is that an autoimmune condition is that cancer we don't it's different for everyone depending on your constitution of course so you want to keep that level in your tub really low mm-hmm. so that when you do have a big exposure it doesn't push you over the edge I love so that. hopefully that helps explain a little bit and you know the chemicals the the thing that's so fantastic about this conversation is we have so many options you know there th- i always think back to my grandmother's house she probably had shampoo lotion maybe lotion uh, not much. A bar of soap. Maybe a bar of soap. And look at our look at our homes. So yeah. there are so many products that we're now really attached to, which is great. I love products. But there's so many great new products that are clean. And so we don't have to compromise anymore. And, you know, we can teach our kids that too. Like yeah. department store stuff is usually really fragranced and not healthy at all, even though the marketing is really powerful. Like, for example, you know, the brand Aesop. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get canceled here. Um, <laughs> I put it on my Yucca app. Mm, marginal. Mm. Right. And think about their marketing. Mm. It's so clean yeah. and it's so you know, it's like what we mm. all want, mm. but the reality of it is not clean. So there are these great tools that will help you know if something is clean or not. I'm so happy about that app. Mm-hmm. So here's something interesting. Um, the, what you're when we're talking about buy-in for adolescents and young adolescents, immature minds that don't have perspective, mm-hmm. we're talking about future thinking, right? right? Do you have any like immediate symptoms that they might experience? Well, maybe fatigue and headaches. Okay, those are pretty good ones. Yeah. I mean, the problem with the teenager is they have fatigue anyway. Yes. So, right. um, uh, brain fog. I always ask kids, "Do you have any brain fog?" And they say, "What's that?" And mm-hmm. I say, "Well, it's either like your life is like a movie and you can't jump in, mm. or you know you put something in your brain and you can't retrieve it." Mm. I Those love are two that. good examples mm-hmm. of what brain fog might feel like because you only have one brain to compare yours to. So how do you know what brain fog is? Totally. So we're like inviting them to be sharp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is it right to assume on some level? Like adult, we both both. Um, I was about to call you Bridger, but that is not your name. Both that's her daughter's that's my name. Daughter's name. <laughs> both Deb and I have preteen and teen daughters, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like hormones are alive mm-hmm. and moods are. I don't even know what the word is. Is mm-hmm. it is it fair to assume that those quote unquote symptoms of adolescence and puberty can be worse? When there's more toxins? I don't know that. That's a very good question. Or exacerbated. Maybe that's the word I meant to use. I mean, it doesn't help. Yeah. But I I can't say that I've actually seen any studies where PMS is aggravated. I mean, it is more hormones. So what I I do know for sure is that puberty is happening sooner. Yeah. So it's happening. What's your take on that? It's hormones. I mean, it's chemicals. For sure. And so, you know, we didn't ever used to have this much exposure and um, our bodies are now menstruating earlier 
up to two years earlier than they were in the past and they're actually rewriting textbooks because this is common but not normal and so they're putting it in textbooks as if it's normal so I think it was like in 1950 um, a period was the average age was 12 and now it's around nine Nine. yeah I actually just read an article or maybe I listened that was saying that anxiety is is way higher right now because hormones or puberty is setting on so much earlier, but their brains are not aligning mm-hmm. up with this real thing of I'm able to have babies now. Mm. And, you know, like the, the actual, when we think about puberty, that that's what the body's messages is, message is, and the brain is so far away from that, not mm. even crushing, mm-hmm. and how confusing that is, and that that's having a direct correlation with anxiety. Anxiety. And yeah, depression. I think the anxiety, personally, I think it's neuroinflammation. Mm, yeah. And I think, you know, what's up there is the pituitary. So the pituitary messages everything downstream with hormone signaling. So I think that's part of the puberty, early puberty. And then I think the neuro, neuroinflammation is from um, EMFs. That's a whole other show. Um, what is that? E- electromagnetic frequencies. Mm-hmm. So cell Thank phones, you. computers, Wi-Fi routers, anything that's plugged into a Wi-Fi. That is, again, there's no counterpart in nature for that. So our yeah. bodies can tolerate it to a certain point, and then there's a lack of tolerance after that. And that yes. might be insomnia. It might be migraines. It might be visual changes. It could be all these things. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm going to switch gears for a minute. Okay. Um, thank you. This is this was a lot to chew on. <laughs> As a you. working mom, no, mm-hmm. you're you're mm-hmm. you're giving us really important information. Yep. Then we should Good. be a little scared. Right? Well, There's a lot to be a little scared about. Yeah, I do feel like you know the consumer is in charge here. That's the good part. That's our responsibility, mm-hmm. right? That's where we have mm-hmm. power yep. as a consumer. And maybe before you ask this next question, yes. for those listeners who are listening who are feeling very anxious, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? What would you want them to know? Or what advice do you have for them, well, the listeners who are... I think the first, the first most important tool is food. Honestly, so, you know, if this is daunting information, then maybe bite off the one thing, which is working on getting commercially grown produce out of your house, if you can. Um, Not everybody has access to that, but if you can, that's really helpful. And, you know, food is medicine. And so the, the more we rely on food to supply us with nutrients and fiber and all that, that the healthier we are and the more resilient we are to these exposures. Mm-hmm. So I think food is the number one thing to do if you can start with. And then also on the environmentalworkinggroup.org, ewg.org, they have a list of foods that are called the clean, um, the dirty dozen and the clean 15. So if you live in a place where you don't have access to organic produce, there are 15 foods that are pretty clean grown commercially. Beautiful. That's great. So that's really helpful. Things like citrus and avocados and things like that mm-hmm. that we don't really need to buy organically. That's right, because mm-hmm. they have like a thick skin. and mm-hmm. They're like usually that. not heavily sprayed crops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, the dirty dozen are things you just want to avoid if you can't find it organically. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of all the chemicals. And then it's really not worth eating a strawberry, for example, because of the number of chemicals that are on it. So yes. something else. That's great. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. So as a working mom mm-hmm. that is in the helping people profession which we know is full of passion and takes a lot of energy out of your heart and your brain 
Can you tell us a little bit about what that's been like for you and your journey mm. as being a doctor before you were a mom mm-hmm. and how that shifted, just what it's been like? Yeah, I guess I always knew that I wanted to have kids. Uh-huh. That was My husband and I never had the, it, what do we do here? It was like, yes, we're having kids. And yes, I went to med school. And yes, the day I signed the lease on my first clinic, I also got a positive pregnancy test (laughs) so I've never been able to separate the two no (laughs) thank goodness but um I couldn't ever separate the two um so I've always kind of been a working mom and um it I had to get really efficient you know because I didn't have 40 hours a week to market and study and publish papers whatever so I had to get really efficient and um I would say looking back, and then I had another one, and then I had another one. So I had three, and um, I do have, a looking back, I mean, I'm really grateful because obviously I just, you know, I'm so grateful to be a mom, and it's my first favorite job, and <laughs> I will say, it, you know, looking back, I wish I had met people like you when I was a new mom because mm-hmm. it was pretty intense and pretty isolating to build a practice, learn how to do time management, learn how to get people well, have a good reputation, you know, be good on top of being effective. And so I would say that, um, you know, looking back, I do have some regrets about that. And I don't know that moms never have regrets. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if you're a stay at home mom, you probably have regrets too. So I think it it goes along with the territory. And I, I tell myself that all the time that, you know, I've tried to be as present as possible, but there are times when I couldn't be present or I couldn't be home or, you know, my mind was in 95 other places. And so, yeah, if I could, if I could do it over, I would work a little harder on the balance piece, Mm -hmm. you know, just because I have a little bit of regret about that. But as I, w- I was telling you that my oldest daughter just unsolicited one day said, Mom, I'm really glad you worked. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, we had a great nanny and we loved her. And she was she really was way more fun than I would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I do think the upside on some level is having my kids see me be successful. And, yes. you know, that is there's a good piece of that as well. Yeah, they saw you being you. Yeah. I mean, I think your piece around regrets is so powerful, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of our listeners can relate mm-hmm. to that feeling. And yet, when you're living your passion and your truth, that is actually one of the most incredible models we can give our kids. Right. And so, and I think that there's so much wisdom that comes from both sides, like mm-hmm. for a parent that is home and being there and, and with the child experiences and then with the child experiences when they don't always have a parent close by. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's so many ways to look at this. So yeah. thank you yeah. for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, you're welcome. Really I know that, you know, motherhood comes in all shapes and sizes. And so we all do it differently. And, you know, I just think we all would love to do a little piece differently if we could. And that's probably totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, when, so Deb and I are, regularly saying to each other and to our listeners that there's nothing we talk about with our clients that we're not doing ourselves, Mm, right? That mm -hmm. like really, really is just all time equalizer is motherhood, right? We all feel the pain of our kids' pain, Mm -hmm. right? And we all feel the waves of stress and just, you know, that all of us have to have those practices for mental, psychological well-being. What are the practices that you have developed over the years as a naturopathic doctor that you have taught to talk, talked to your patients about that you find are non-negotiable for you in mm. your life? Mm-hmm. 
Definitely yoga. Aha. Definitely. 30 years uh-huh. of practicing yoga. Um, for me, I know not everyone loves it, but I don't know what I would have done without it. Yes. And then eating well. Mm. Honestly, I just feel like I run pretty hard and I don't think I could have done that without the right fuel. Yes. And so eating well, cooking has been a big deal. And I, mm. you know, I have gotten really efficient at cooking great meals quickly <laughs> or mm. lots of them all at once so that you have leftovers so you have healthy healthy food that way is that kind of what you're asking yeah i was mm-hmm. just sort of wondering you know what do you take from your work back into your own life i guess is another mm. way of asking the mm-hmm. question yeah well definitely you know because i'm a naturopath i have always revered the earth and yes. so i grow food as <laughs> much as i possibly can and i spend as much time outside as i can yes. so hiking biking skiing running whatever just uh-huh. i feel like that for all humans is somewhat of a um i just lost my word but um it's a balancer so there's Mm. this earth energy that Mm. we are getting further and further away from and we're going to a frequency that is very unnatural for us Mm. which is cell phones and wi-fi so um you know getting outside as much as possible to rebalance that kind of energy and getting our kids outside i think is also Mm. helpful because they're a lot more fun to be around when they're outside (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> barefoot, ideally. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. actually one of my go-tos. I stand barefoot on mm-hmm. the grass at the end of the day Good. or first thing in the morning, and I just need to like feel my roots yeah. go in. And it does so much for me. It does. Yeah, it's magic. You're earthing. I'm, I'm earthing. way earthing. Yep. Yes. I love that idea of coming back. I mean, we know this intellectually, but really that idea of coming back to nature, coming mm-hmm. back to what is natural. Yeah. And in this world where we're being so pulled in all these directions that are, you know, more quote unquote synthetic or chemical or um, man-made, mm-hmm. right? What it's like to really come back to some things that we can do to reconnect ourselves with like simplicity and earth. Yeah, I think and about it's the, everywhere. Sorry. I think about the conventional medical model is mm. a good way to look at this. Like mm. it's more technology, less health. Mm. Whereas we we know like what we can do to heal someone with a, let's say an autoimmune condition comes from a very natural, simple place. Mm. It doesn't have to be um, a sophisticated laser or yes. treatment or you know the you, answers are there you said something early on about our vital force mm-hmm. and you love this topic. I really do and I kind of <laughs> want to close on it because I what I heard you say and correct me if I'm wrong but that the body wants to heal mm-hmm. and that when we tune into that vital force it's like and what I think your medicine really relies on is looking for the health mm-hmm. and that when we look for the health you know, then we can find the obstacles, but we have to align with that health in Mm -hmm. order to move things out of the way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is such a metaphor for in like everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The body wants to heal no matter what. We don't have to teach it anything. So if you're moving, if you're sleeping, if you're eating, there's a better chance you can heal. And if you're not doing any of the things that support those healthy habits. I love that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to teach it anything. Mm-hmm. No, it's so, it's one of the best reminder. things that I've witnessed over 25 years. It's like, wow, your body did that? Yes. Wow. Well, like motherhood is the perfect example. Yes. Like one, one, you don't have to think about growing a baby. <laughs> you, if you didn't think, you didn't notice that your waistline was changing. You wouldn't know you were pregnant and you're growing a human. It's just programmed. It's just doing so it. So our body's the same way for healing, mm-hmm. and it's it is super fascinating. I revere this this ability to watch this every day is so fascinating. It's like wow. 
What it's an powerful. honor. Mm-hmm. You are doing such good work in the thank world. You. Thank you. Thank you for spreading Thanks your for love and your light and sharing your stories with us Aww. and so much information. Thank you for having me. A couple logistical questions for mm-hmm. a listener. Um, who is your book? Who is the right reader for your book? Who should go find well, your book? Actually, anyone. So mm-hmm. we were talking about moms having this information even though they might be done having pregnancies mm-hmm. they still have children and um your your family's health will benefit by knowing what's in this book it's a how-to guide basically yeah, how to detox how to avoid exposure how to eliminate exposures making sure all the five pathways of elimination are open um so ideally i wrote this book for young women that are preconception yes and now I probably will write one about sperm health <laughs> because Smart. it's declining 40% over the last mm-hmm. 50 or 60 years. So I feel like I don't want to just have women read it because mm-hmm. it really is for everyone. Yes. But the title really is for women that are in their fertile years before they're going to have babies. Awesome. And where can people find your book? Amazon. Perfect. You can type in the preconception cleanse and Mary Shackleton and it'll come right up. Awesome. And then Mary, you have an Instagram presence. Mm -hmm. What's your Instagram handle? Dr. Mary Shackleton. Dr. Mary Shackleton. Mm -hmm. And if people wanted to find you to work with you, either do you work with people who are not local to Boulder as well? How can people find you? Well, you probably could... The easiest way might be to go through Instagram or you could find my clinic, which is holisticacare.com. And we'll put all that in the show notes. That's great. Yeah, Wonderful. well, thank you for having me. This is fun. I'm yeah, feeling yeah, you guys get to do here. this. Thank time. you. I learned so much. <laughs> this you. is a fun way to spend our working I bet. days. It is. I bet. <laughs> well, thank thanks you so much. Mary. Have a great day. Hey, you guys, it's Kate. We really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, go ahead and share it with a friend. It also would mean the world to me and Deb if you would take a minute and write a review. If this podcast makes you laugh, makes you cry in the best of ways, helps you feel less alone, gives you information that's useful to you in your mothering journey, if you write a review, it will make this more accessible to other mothers like you. So take a minute. We'd be so grateful. Thanks for being here.